Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to another fine, scary edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your host, Stephen LaBooth, and I've got some scary, scary stuff for you today. <laughs> well, I hope everybody is uh, having a great spooky time. Uh, it's been pretty cool here. Just been uh, kind of cold, kind of chilly. Not really cold, cold. Just chilly, but decent weather. I cannot complain at all. It's better than having a hundred degree weather. You know what I mean? Uh, but this is good, spooky, chilly weather. But like I said, I hope everybody's having a great weekend. And I just want to say uh, thanks everybody for the downloads. And uh, all the uh, followers that keep coming, it's and, uh, it's going good. So y'all keep giving me them five-star reviews and all that. And remember, you can get this podcast on any platform, really. Ghost Stories Told from the South. This is episode 132, I believe. Yeah, it is, 132. So, this would be a good one. We're still going to be talking about some haunted schools. So sit back, relax, guys. I'm going to scare you all right. Um, sorry about that. I got distracted while I was talking. I did a little video for the TikTok. If you go look up uh, Borderline Texas Trash, I think it is, you'll find uh, my TikTok there, and I do my other my all my shows on there really sometimes. So you can catch a ghost stories, little zig bits. I'm gonna start doing them on there some. So that'll be good, 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 good. But. Anyways, just want to say thanks once again to everybody who listens. You're awesome. Yeah, I mean, you're awesome. I'm hitting some pretty good downloads every month, and I love it. It's going awesome. It's getting great. But, like I said, we're going to go over schools, so sit back and relax, guys. Go ahead. Snuggle up to a fire by your nice warm blanket. Get your hot cup of cocoa or coffee. Sit back and relax. We're going to scare you. (laughs) That's so cheesy. I know it doesn't scare you. I hope it don't. If it does, I'm doing a good job. All right. The first bunch of schools I'm going to do is uh, some haunted schools from Illinois. And dang it, give me a minute. I should have put my bifocals on, but I didn't do it. Let me take a timeout switch real quick. Let me clean them. They're pretty dirty. That's weird. They stay in the holder, and I only use these, you know, for when I'm doing my podcast and stuff. And they stay in the case, and they're always dusty and dirty as hell when I got to go to wear them. Crazy. Figure that out. That's how I can get some free money. They always have these scientists, they pay these scientists, the government do, does to do all these experiments. I can see why your glasses still get dusty when they're in the cover. Anyways, all these are uh, some haunted schools in Illinois. The first school we are doing is Yorkville Middle School. It's in Yorkville, Illinois. Now home to the Circle Center Grade School, the old Yorkville Middle School is said to be haunted by the ghost of a janitor who died of 
starvation in 1978 after he was trapped in the school elevator over summer break before students reported feeling as though they were being uh, watched in the hallways even though they were alone. A local newspaper paper investigated the story and found several encounters, including to record uh, a death in the building in 1978, and in fact that there is no elevator there. So, that's pretty weird. So, they didn't find what I take it from. They didn't find... Uh, a record of a death of a death or any records of a death in the building and there was never an elevator there so i wonder why that story is there maybe it was true and they hid the the elevator never know all right this next one is what is oh sorry <laughs> the next one is a st charles east high school Charles High School used to be located at the corner of Main Street and 7th Street in a building which is now home to the Thomas Middle School. <laughs> During the late 1970s, the city was fit to construct a new high school along Durham Road. Sometime between 1978 and 2000, when the school split into east and north, a story began to circulate about the ghost of a girl who had been raped and murdered there by a janitor, allegedly. The freshman girl was attacked while practicing her flute in the band room. And the uh, deranged janitor chopped her body up and stuffed it, stuffed the pieces into various lockers. Band students sometimes claim to see body parts in their lockers only to have them vanish before their eyes. Others have been others uh, others have heard the faint sound of a flute playing while alone in the room. On a on other on a uh, on other occasions flutes have gone missing or appeared to have been played during the night. What are y'all doing over there? alone sorry my studio dogs were playing with stuff all right now that school seems pretty cool had a girl i mean that's not cool she got raped and then chopped up but i don't know that's kind of far-fetched and hard to believe but if these kids are seeing body parts then maybe it is true i mean you never know now we're going to oh that school was in a St. Charles, Illinois. Now we're going to the Lordris High School in Chicago, Illinois. Richard T. Crowell, of Chicago's most respected uh, authorities on local ghost lore, taught English and journalism at the Lordris High School in 1972 to 1973. During that time, he heard some stories about a nun, a nun who haunted the third floor. Twelves of the phantom nun had been told for decades. Heavy footsteps were sometimes heard echoing down the empty corridors. 
and a ghostly spectator was seen one more than one, on more than one occasion. Stench Hall, an auditorium, an well, wait a minute, okay. Oh, okay, here we go. Stitch Tall, an auditorium added during the 1950s, was reportedly reportedly experienced this activity several several years ago. Lundgren's closed and John Hancock High School opened opened in its place. It's unknown whether the ghostly activity has continued or not well it might i mean if there's still kids there and stuff that one's pretty spooky too but it's always a janitor or a nun or something you know kind of weird okay the next school is quincy junior high in quincy illinois the middle school the middle school years are generally a tough time for an adolescent, and for some, the stress can be too much to bear. For students of Quincy Junior High, the their angus has been per, uh, personified in the ghost of a young boy. What are you doing? Oh, in the ghost of a young. Sometimes they chew on stuff, so I was making sure. Okay, uh, in the ghost of a young boy who, who, according to legend, hung himself in one of the bathrooms after being dumped by his girlfriend. Every year on the anniversary of his death, students and teachers said to hear footsteps, crying, and mumbling in the bathroom. Students claim that the teachers have kept quiet about the boy's death in order to prevent uh, copycats. Quincy Junior High accompanies a beautiful old building that was constructed in 1933 and served as Quincy High School between 1933 to 1957. Okay, now we're going to go to Fremd High School in Palatine, Palatine, Illinois. It opened in 1961 to accommodate the baby boomers. William... uh, Fremd High School is reportedly haunted by three ghosts, one of which has ruined it has roamed its halls since the nineteen seventies. In in the Colts Auditorium, seats uh, seats spring up and spotlights have been known to light on their own. Another nameless phenomenon is said to uh, said to sigh and moan in room one twenty two. The most infamous ghost of fraud haunts the swimming pool where a freshman girl died of a heart attack while swimming laps. Students claim claim the spot where she drowned is also much colder than the rest of the pool. Others have been others oh others have seen a colorful haze hovering over the water. Today Fredden has the largest student body in the district and is recognized as one of the uh, best high schools in the uh, state of Illinois. That's a big school. Yeah, because there's a lot of schools down here in Texas that don't have a pool. 
All right. <clears throat> the next one. Let me clear my throat. Sorry, I messed that song up. All right, now we're going to go to the Chaining Elementary in Ellen, in Ellen, in Ellen Illinois. Chaining Elementary, Chaining Elementary School has the un, unfortunate distinction of, of having been built over what remained of Egan of Egan's fur of Egg, uh, Elaine's first cemetery. During the 1940s, most of the graves were removed to accommodate a new sports field. But in the 1960s, when uh, con when construction crews broke ground on the new elementary, their equipment began to uh, uh to uh, their equipment began to uncover human remains. Since the uh, faculty and the staff are chaining of at Chaining Elementary have reported an elevator that seems to move on its own. Footsteps on the roof, dark figures, and even scratching on the walls. Today, a stone monument to the dead buried at the uh, original cemetery sets at, a, sets at a nearby park. That's messed up. They paid this guy to move the bodies, and he never moved the bodies. He just moved the tombstones, and all right. Then when they broke ground, they were digging up bodies. God. But people will do that kind of shit. I couldn't live with myself if I did that. If I did that. That'd be crazy. Bunch of picker heads. All right. Our next school is, excuse me, hope I'm not butchering some of these names up. And Anatoch Community High School. In Anatoch, Illinois. Anatoch Township High School has served the community from from its campus on Main Street for near for nearly a century. But progress, renovations, and additions have rendered the school rec rendered the schools unrecognizable. From its earliest days, expansions took place in five stages between 1927 to 2002, and in, in 1998, the original building, the original buildings were demolished to make room for the administration office in the uh, media center. With so much history, it's no wonder Anatoch High. Anatoch High is rumored to be home to some unusual phenomenon. During the 1990s, about half a dozen former students approached Scott Mingus, author of Voices from the Chicago Grave, and informed him of the unusual, strange, strange things of that go off campus of the students' death during the decade. Additionally, a widespread rumor circulating among alumni was that a drama student had hung herself in the auditorium. In one unnerving accident, an art teacher witnessed the, lock, the uh, locker doors in a basement hallway swing open in perfect, uh, in, in a perfect together. So there's two, there's a locker and they both started swinging in sync together. 
That particular hallway is said to bring chills and discomfort to anyone who is unlucky enough to have to to have a locker there. Well, some of these schools would be cool to check out or get some of the stories. All right, next one is Urbania High School, Urbania, Illinois. Built in 1914 and designed in the uh, Tudor style. Urbania High School was undergone repeated renovations in the past 96 years. One of those renovations advertently gave birth to the ghost story that has endured at the school for the past several generations. Between 1914 and 1986, a small area known as the Tower was home to was home to classrooms. Where was I at? Was home to classrooms. One for art and one for music. The tower is. I think I've talked about that school before. The tower was uh, closed because it could not be made accessible to handicapped students. Students at the high school have own, have their own their own explanation for why the closing of the tower. They believe the tower was locked up after a love affair between the between a teacher and a student ended tragically. The teacher reportedly hung himself from the indoor fire escape, according to Troy Taylor. The door to the tower he said to open without without a cause. And lights can be seen in the windows at night, even though there's no power to it. When staff members called police to investigate whether someone was trespassing in the tower, they heard loud, they heard loud, unexplained tapping. That's about all the cops could uh, gather from there is hearing loud tapping. That'd still be creepy. Man, imagine being a cop. You'd probably see some weird stuff. Especially to be done on night shift. Having to check stuff out. Okay. We got two more for Illinois. Here we go. Abingdon Middle School. The old Abingdon. Oh, this is in Abingdon, Illinois. The old Abingdon Middle School. At Snyder and Washington Streets, where uh, was formerly North Ab Ab Abingdon High School. During the 1970s, a tornado damaged the building that knocked down its distinctive chimney. Stories of the school's hauntings go back for decades, according to legend. A speech teacher at the school brought. Her three-year-old child to work one day and left him outside to play on his tricycle while she ran into her classroom to get something. Unsupervised, her child accidentally fell down the uh, concrete steps and broke his neck. The teacher was so gr- was in so grief was so grief-stricken that she hung herself in her classroom. Ever since the uh, ghost of both women and her child have been seen and around 
the school. And a former janitor even reported these sightings to the police. Some stories claim that the uh, bloodstains appear on the steps where the child died. According to writer Michelle Williams, these stories may have their uh, roots in actual events, which in which is well reminded in the uh, community. Today, the school is abandoned and off limits to visitors. We need to check that school out. All right, our last school of Illinois, Old Middletown School, Adelton. Illinois, most recently home to a decorative glass company from 1904 to, excuse me, 1984, this building served as Melton Elementary School. Local whispers, locals whisper that during the 1930s, a dark event left a stain on the history of the school. According to legend, a giant a giant. A janitor raped and murdered a girl in the gym locker room. Suspension sus, suspicion fell on the janitor after he failed to report to work the next day. Not long after that, he returned to the school to take his own life. Since that time, several since that time, female vis- since that time, female visitors have ex- have experienced very negative feelings in that area of the building, even if they have never heard of the story. Up until the school closed in 1984, an educator and practical reporter seeing and hearing the ghost of a young girl in her office. Others accounted or others... A, 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 Others encountered a more hostile spirit, that of a mysterious janitor, a a physic reported a, reported exorc, uh, reported its negative presence. Milton School appeared on appeared in an episode of Sci-Fi Channel's Ghost Hunters in October sixth of two thousand ten. And that was the top schools of Illinois. All right. We are going to take a little quick commercial break. And we'll be right back. And sorry I was effing them words up at the end. But I'll get it together. But we'll be right back. Here's a little break. Well, how's everybody doing today? It's your good old friend Uncle Dickie from Borderline Texas Trash. The most popular podcast in the world today. It's climbing up the charts faster than freaking slime on a spine, baby. Well, if you're wondering, what the hell is Borderline Texas Trash about? And who is this bitch Uncle Boo? Well, Uncle Boo is the most recognizable voice in podcasting today, babies. We gonna get funky like a monkey on some ton of greens. I'm coming in on white lightning, baby, on a silver saddle to bring you the best of borderline Texas trash, baby. I'm your host of the show, Uncle Boo. We go over everything. We do a little bit of politics at the end, but not much. I don't step into that bullshit a whole lot. But we have fun. I go over stupid world news of the day, talk about 
uh, stuff from the past, what the cost of living or stuff was like that. And we just talk about all sorts of fucking fun facts, do a little joking around. And my niece joins the show sometimes. We do a little segment called Ash Handy's Garage on Friday nights, baby. That's our live show we do sometimes. And then I got the uncle that I talked to down in uh, Boothville, Louisiana. And he calls sometimes. And we have a little show called Uncle Dickie's Kona. So you guys come check out Texas Borderline. Borderline Texas Trash, baby. I know you will love it. We are on every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. Uh, I mean, we're on everything. We're even on Podbean, man. We even got our own YouTube channel. We even got an Instagram account, and we got our Facebook account. So go check us out, man, and come listen to the show. You'll get to listen to Ash Handy, Uncle Boo, Uncle Dicky, and all the most recognizable voices in this motherfucking podcast in the world today, baby. Because we will get funky like a monkey, I guarantee it. Let's just say, baby, I've wine and dine with kings and queens, slept in dumpsters, ate pork and beans, baby. But I am your host of the show, Uncle Boo, Borderline Texas Trash. Don't forget about it. If you want to listen to a show to just get your mind off this crazy world and all the COVID and politics bullshit, <coughs> Come check my show out. Come check me and my crazy family out. Some of the shit we do, we do live uh, shows from the barbecue. So I'll see you later. Bye. Well, welcome back. Now we're going to go over some of the haunted schools in California. We're going to start with Falls Vale Elementary School. Fallsville Elementary School is surrounded by a forest. This forest is home to what locals have dubbed the ghost children. These children are often either seen or heard by students who for the most part have no problem with ghost children. Paranormal investigators think that the children may be connected to a historical Abandoned school situ- or, yeah, situated on the same property as the elementary. Okay, now we're going to go to the second one. The Romania Convent Secondary School. The white nun of Romania Convent Secondary School haunts the school library. This ghost is one of, the se- one of several that students have reported on campus. In addition to the nun, a, f- a, phenom- a phenomenon piano playing playing fills the air from time to time. Not long after a student accidentally drowned in the pool on campus, students swimming in the pool began reported feeling of someone beneath the water grabbing at their legs. Pretty creepy. Now we got the San Francisco Art Institute. Russian Hill sees plenty of haunting activity within San Francisco. And the San Francisco Art Institute built right in the thick of it. Setting on top of a former graveyard. See, there we go again. People always got to move graveyards. They're already there. Just leave them. You're asking for hauntings 
idiots. The Institute sees activities such as lights flickering, phenomenal footsteps, and doors mysteriously opening, opening and closing for their own, at their own uh, accord. The hauntings died. Okay, the hauntings died down for a time, but once the bell tower began to be renovated, hauntings picked back up again. Some construction workers quit working on the site out of fear after several serious accidents with seemingly supernatural sources occurred. The bell, bell tower has been closed. Or the bell tower has since been closed. What is it with bell towers and schools? Hmm. Pretty pretty creepy, man. That one's pretty weird, too. But that is just another thing. They got to... Well, Let's just build over that cemetery. No, jackass. Why don't you just find somewhere else to build? You have problems like this. Our next school is the Santa Clara University. Being built on... Here we go again. Another fucking graveyard. When are people going to get it? Jesus. Built on top of an... Uh, Ancient Native American burial ground, uh, royal, rarely bodies were uh, will for an establishment in Santa Clara University is no exception. So basically, this school is built on top of a ancient Native burial ground. Pretty crazy. At least 20 bodies believed to belong to the ancestors of the, if I'm butchering this, I'm sorry, Ohalan tribe have been found beneath the campus. The campus, the oldest, the campus, the oldest school west of the Mississippi is home to the oldest mission in the United States. Ghosts of Hoset priests are seen praying in the bell tower and the sounds of moaning Waft from the uh, Missions uh, Cemetery. Even a few dorms on campus are reportedly to be haunted too. <laughs> so, let's not go to that school. Okay, don't go to Santa Clara University because it's not worth it. It's built on an Indian burial ground. Okay, our last school is the uh, Virgil Middle School. Virgil Middle School's auditorium dressing rooms are reportedly haunted by students by students who once committed suicide there. Doors in the school open and close on their own, and students report hearing moans in empty uh, in empty rooms. Some students have seen apparitions of a rope hanging from the bathroom pipes in an area where a student supposedly. Uh, hung himself. Others note the. Okay, others note that there is a, exodus, of glowing. Clown entity within the school. So there's like a glowing clown entity in the school too. Huh. I don't know if I don't want to go to that school either. That one sounds pretty creepy too. You can check me out on that one. 
I won't be going to school there. Okay. Take a little break real quick and we'll come right back, guys and girls. You ever look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder, are we the only ones really out here? Have you ever wondered how much our government hides from us? Have you ever wondered why so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happens? What's the clues? What's the evidence? Ever wonder if Bigfoot or Mothman is real? Then if so, come listen to this podcast called What's Really, really, out, really there? out There. And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am your father. co-host, Stephen Booth, Hafaja. And if you're into UFOs, Unsolved urban le- murders, unsolved mysteries, murders, mysteries uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends, we're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you uh, need to listen to what's, what's really, really out there. there. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think, but we are pretty much on every platform. Mm-hmm. We have a YouTube channel, too, or channel, so go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth, and this is What's Really Out There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys. Well, welcome back. Our next story is the Gettysburg College. The Ghost of Gettysburg College. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is known for many ghost hunters and historians as one of the most haunted locations in the United States. The American Civil War and the Battle of Gettysburg left a stain on the town and Gettysburg that resulted in many of the hauntings we hear about today, including that of of Gettysburg College. The American Civil War was a trying time for all involved, with families and friends losing loved ones as a result of these dark days in our nation's history. Gettysburg saw what was possibly the very worst of that came of the war. The battles that took place there are some of the bloodiest and most barbaric ever recorded in our nation's history. Fought in the year of 1863 from the dates of July 1st through July 3rd, the Battle of Gettysburg resulted in approximately 46 to 51,000 casualties. And that's on both sides. This great fight took place on Gettysburg Battlefield. Interestingly, our subject matter today sets on just a just to the to this infamous battlefield founded 31 years before the battle of gettysburg took place gettysburg college is largely considered one of the gettysburg's most haunted locations the battle okay we ain't gonna worry about the battle and when it began 
Okay. Here are some of the strange encounters. With so much torment and chaos taking place within the hallowed halls of Gettysburg College, it is a fortunate consolation as to why this place could possibly be haunted. To this day, visitors, students, and faculty alike account for unexplained occurrences. One location on the college that seems to garner more attention from ghost hunters than any other is that of Stephen, that of Penn Hall. Numerous people have reported hearing the moans and cries of young men, presumably belonging to the lost spirits of the soldiers who were injured in the battle and ultimately died within the uh, Penn Hall. The details, the details of many of these sightings are chilling to say the least. Run reported one report came from a couple of college college administrators back in the 1980s who were walking to the lower part lower part of the uh, Penn Hall during a late night during a late night working together. Upon arriving from the elevator door, when it when its doors opened, their stun there stunned does, dozens oh there stood dozens of apparitions dressed in hospital attire attending to a fallen soldier <clears throat> like so many so mm, like something directly out of a horror flick the spirits simultaneously looked up at the administrators who quickly fled to the aid of a nearby security guard However, when the three of them returned to the uh, grisly site, all evidence of the encounter was absent. Only a dark and empty room was uh, to be found. It's interesting to add that years ago, a couple retold its story by, excuse me, complete and uh, profused, prof, uh, by complete stranger and professed that they knew all about it. As the person who experienced this event was friends of theirs who once attended the college. But after the uh, but after further details were given by these strangers, namely the two administrators had to witness these spirits. It turned out that, that the couple was referring to an entirely separate account. Uh, here we go with the BS stories. This would seemingly submit the pen hall as indeed haunted. Okay, so the stories are true. Okay. Ghostly soldiers are common sighted at Gettysburg College, but one in particular location is home to the spirit of a different type known as the Lady in White. Here we go. Even in schools, they got a lady in white. Come on. Does it always got to be the lady in white? Everybody's got one. Her dwelling place of choice is that of Catafilter Hall. Her story alleges that she lost her loves as a result of the war and committed suicide by jumping from the Gatlas 
Fettler's bell tower torn over her loss. Lord, Lord tells that whoever looks into her eyes and will end up meeting the same fate as she. Another widely critical, uh, another widely spread story tells that another apparition who frequents Penhall referred to as either the lone sentinel or the lockout. This ghostly phenom is often seen carrying a lantern and a rifle as if stay, uh, still carrying out his duties on his patrol after all these years later. And that is it. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed uh, that one. That was the uh, Gettysburg College. Listen to me. I can't even talk. I was trying to rap. I was like, college. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to ding the microphone there, dingies. All right, guys. We got one more. But thank you once again for listening. All right, guys. All right. The next one we're doing, and this is our last one for the day, <coughs> is Penn State University. And these are some of the places on Penn State that are haunted. Egg Hill Church. Through winding gravel roads and thickness of green lays of depleted wood, church surrounded by battered gravestones. Under the cover of nightfall, the lone church stands desperately in the silence of the woods. Legend has it the iron rusted gate that lines the property of the historic church entraps the spirits inside its decaying foundation. Housing dozens of lost souls, the church at Egg Hill was the site of the mass murder in the early 1900s, where the pastor chained the doors and murdered the entire congregation before killing himself in the bell tower. President of Penn State Paranormal Research Society Club, Rachel Moser, said uh, this in an email. And supposedly the weapon, a knife, resides in a tombstone within the graveyard. And when removed, a pool of blood is left behind, said Patty Wilson, writer and co-founder of the Ghost Research Foundation. While the legend has passed through generations of local residents, there's no legitimate uh, proof to back up the legend. There's actually no evidence of that ever happening there's no newspaper reports or a large amount of graves in the cemetery with the same death date which would point towards a mass murder mercy um moser said so basically that's just weird though man chained the doors and killed the whole congregation then killed himself what the hell <coughs> okay this is uh the stacks, the Pitty Library, or Panty Library, whatever. The endless assaults of dust-covered books, 
hold an airy silence for the students visiting these stacks of these stacks of Patty Library. Little do they know they are maneuvering through the oldest cold case murder in Penn State history. <coughs> Betsy Armstrong was a graduate student who was doing some research over Thanksgiving break in 1969 when she was stabbed and killed. The story goes that she was wearing a red dress so the first people to find her did not immediately realize that she was stabbed, Moser said. She shrick at the time of the murder can still be heard throughout the stacks. According to the student accounts, Wilson said, students have always experienced her following and touching them as well as moving things around the room, she said. However, Moser, Moser said it's still an uns, unsolved uh, case. That is weird. She stayed to do some research and stuff and got stabbed. And no one knows. Hmm. Okay, now I got the Schwab Auditorium. When the Schwab Auditorium isn't hosting performances, concerts, and speeches, legend has it, the Penn State Building may be accommodating the... Uh, may, uh, be, uh, may be accommodating other activities within its resident-style interior. A series of unexplained phenomenal activity. Center of the Performing Arts Evening Manager Tom Hegstiff, or Hegskiff has experienced multiple occurrences involving apparitions and unexplained noises activity, and activity within the auditorium. Rumored stories in campus legends legend, legends have trickled down through the years of three de distinct spirits haunting the classical Riva, uh, uh, the classical auditorium, including the including the spirit of a late Penn uh, Penn State president George Atherton. Whose graves recent and or his grave resides in front of the building. Nearly five years ago, Hes Heskiff and a fellow employee were installing uh, microphones along the balcony of the uh, Erie Building. Kethin stood below as the employee maneuvered along the ladder, installing the fixtures. As he looked above the employee, a shadow outline appeared, an apparition, the torus of a young boy hanging over the ladder, he said. This had not been the first contact he experienced while working in the auditorium. Almost seven years prior to this occurrence, he said he had been trimming cables to the attic of the auditorium in the DM light of a late Friday afternoon. While working on the cables, he noticed his pliers had been misplaced during his work. I felt as if I was being watched the whole time. I thought perhaps I, I might have kicked my uh, pliers or something. After 
descending the attic, he returned to his toolbox to a he returned to his to 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 bah. he returned to his toolbox to a locked storage locker before calling it a day. He returned the next day to find pliers on top of his toolbox locker and un, untouched by any other personnel. He is has. He isn't the first to experience an out-of-ordinary uh, phenomenon within the quiet corridors of the auditorium and presumably wouldn't be the last. Due to the experience and evidence, we believe that the spirit of Charles Schwab, president of Athorn, a janitor and possibly a woman as well, haunts the auditorium. While no concrete evidence has been Obtained of these occurrences, the legends of the ghost of the legends of the ghost of Schwab of Schwab Auditorium still float through the campus today. Sorry about that. So, if anybody is up there in the Penn State area, get a hold of me. Tell me about the ghost you got up there at Penn State. Ah. <sighs> Well, guys, I'm very happy that y'all enjoyed today's show, and I hope you did. And, uh, yeah, I had a good time. It was pretty spooky. Don't forget, check out uh, my stuff on Facebook, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Uh, this podcast you can get on any um, get on any platform. Spotify, iTunes, Pandora, Stitcher. We're everywhere, so check us out. I got the YouTube channel uh, going. It's been caught up, so y'all uh, keep going there, too, and watching that stuff. I've been getting a lot of uh, watches on it. Go check it out for me. Um, yeah. And here, not this year. I'm going to wait till the next year, but I'm going to start getting some ideas for some shirts, maybe start trying to sell some shirts maybe or something. I've been doing this long enough. i got a pretty good fan base. I think I need to treat y'all with something like that. You know what I mean? But I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. It was good. It was fun. It was pretty scary. So next time you're in a school, think something might have bad happened here. You Something might be watching you. So just think about that next time you're alone in school. <laughs> well... I hope everybody has a great week. I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. And uh, we will see you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>